0: In a world filled with intergalactic space battles, metahuman destruction on a global scale, and psychopathic serial hauntings, there's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture,
1: call Luminary Guardians of Geek!
0: This was our 60th, our 60th explosion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I cannot believe it. Hey, I'm Luke. And I'm Larry. This is Guardians of Geek. 60 episodes, Larry. I can't believe it. It's the big six. we finally
0: <laughs> reached the big six. I don't know what that means for us, but it's, I don't it's know. pretty substantial
1: <laughs> to me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's that big a, a thing. Maybe 75 will be a big thing. I don't know. Yeah, but, we'll, uh... we'll make it. We'll make a cake for that one. For, yeah. this one, for this
0: one, I poured myself a glass of water. Oh, I very good. something. That's like an enormous glass. What is that? Well, you know, it's a 60, goblet. 60, is a, 60 is a pretty substantial year. So I had to pour myself a big glass of water. The old big glass. You
1: know, I don't know. So how are things been
0: going? Good, good. Things are good. We've, there's been a few geeky things that have uh, come down the pipe uh, for us uh, that uh,
1: we might want to talk about, but uh, things are good. How about you? I'm mean, doing well. Like it just, uh watching, keeping up with all the shows and more more to come, right? Like, it's like, this is one of those years, I think, last year and this year, it's just going to be a never-ending flow of movies and shows now because now everything's on full production and yes. there's 3,000 streaming services and networks. And so it's <laughs> exactly. just so many shows to, to kind of keep up on, but it's been yeah. great.
0: We literally take one hour out of our week. That's the only hour we can spare when we're not watching TV or movies. Yes. <laughs> that's every, literally every second of our day is spent. <laughs> watching something and it's just going to get more so you'll notice our podcasts go down to about 30 seconds long because that's all the time we're gonna have to (laughs) no
1: time time. zero time to do anything (laughs) did you say you you bumped into somebody that's a that's a fan of the show
0: I just want to give a quick shout out to, uh, to Jason. He, I, I, I did a little thing on the weekend. I went to a, an antique store just to look around with my wife, just look around. And of course I found a star Wars thing. Of course. It um, made me really excited. I'll show you. It is the, it's an original. I don't know how, if you can see it. It's the original uh, star Wars. It's called the portfolio by okay. Ralph LaCroix. Um, It's, it's 22 of his original drawings that uh that the show was oh wow i remember that one yep yeah so yeah so it's like it's all sorry 21 21 drawings so they're all there and it's original from 1977
1: that's really cool
0: i know and so of course because before i buy anything like that i have to look up on ebay and see how much what the actual value of these things is before i pay for whatever it is yeah so on ebay that set is going for between 150 and 500 dollars yeah and this one the the uh, envelopes not in great quality so it'd probably be around 150 they were selling it for 36 bucks awesome. 36. <laughs> even my wife even my wife said yeah you should probably get that
1: yeah that's great <laughs> so, that's awesome
0: so anyway so that's the stuff so I, I posted i'm on a facebook group called uh star wars collectors because that's what i do yes. um and I, I, so i posted this thing just to show people and talk about and see what what was going on and i got a response from uh a guy named jason who's who said yeah antiquing is great i do the, i do a lot of that too will this appear on l and l and i said <laughs> i said l and l and he said oh yeah uh loop and larry guardians of geek i recognize you from instagram and i was like <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so that was pretty exciting
1: yeah so, that's great uh, I love to that.
0: chase it for uh <laughs> for recognizing the the show that was pretty cool <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's so cool yeah. i love that the uh, i saw the other day and i i totally forgot about it um in the same vein i, I saw a post of um like the star wars bedsheets. oh Remember yes yeah so i used to have that and the comforter and I saw yeah. star wars wallpaper as well but i i saw it i'm like I wish I hadn't have gotten rid of that like I mean I'm sure I could find it and buy it again if I if I really wanted it. I don't know what yeah. I would do with it, but it's like but it, it would have been cool to, to have kept well, so I
0: on Sunday this past Sunday, I went to a, a big toy show because of course I do that too uh, yeah. in Woodstock Ontario and one of the vendors had them. They, oh, really? They had, That's awesome. He had the original, the original sheets, the, the top, the cover sheet and the and the fitted sheet. And I was so tempted to get it, but they're they only ever come in like a twin twin bed, like a Yeah, yeah I
1: think it was an only twin bed, actually.
0: Yeah, because it's they're for kids. So I'm yeah. like, I don't I don't think I own it. Well, I don't own a twin bed. Like, what would I do with these things anymore? But yeah. and I forgot to ask him how much they cost, but I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, I'm so tempted to buy these things because they're so <laughs> cool i try want to roll
1: around on a wookie is all i really want. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't think you should ever say that again i will never say that again <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah but just one of those things i saw and i'm like oh yeah i wish i'd never gotten rid of that you know those little things like you just yeah. you had them as a kid and you're like why did i get rid of this like but i mean yeah. no one knew things were like gonna have sentimental value or collectible at the time obviously yeah. so exactly. but, uh,
0: but now but now i don't throw anything away even like dirty kleenex because you never know
1: okay um let's go on to top pop (laughs) pop. all right here we are top pop this is where we look at things that are what we're geeking out about whether it's something coming up or something that we've just done and uh things in pop culture but today we're going to talk about a couple things and two movies that, one we saw together and one that just came out. So, first, let's talk about the one we saw together called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> because everybody else is talking about it. So, why don't we join in and talk with so them? So, if you haven't heard of this movie, and, and if you're watching this, you probably have. But it's uh, it's basically, I think Winnie the Pooh and a bunch of other stories have become public domain now. So... Yeah. This one horror, um, this production company is basically taking these characters and turning them into these horror movies because they're <laughs> cheap and easy to make and, and whichever. Um, it cost about 100,000 to make this movie and it's made over 2.5 million so far. So it's like, I mean, they've, it's made money off. It'll probably pay for the other movies they're going to do as well. Yep. Um, nothing but profit on this after that. It's uh, a- the the critic score. So that's it. The audience score on this is 52%. Critic score is 6%. <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes, and they say it's possibly one of the worst-reviewed movies of the year already. Oh, yeah. We yeah. went and saw it. They only had so many showings of it. It was very limited showing.
0: Yeah, they had, we we went on opening night, uh, and there was one <laughs> showing. And and let me just say that the theater was only at half capacity. <laughs> Surprise. <Yeah. laughs>
1: <laughs> there's actually more people there than i thought there was going to be yeah. for this but i mean people it's there's a curiosity to it right because you've heard yeah. about it and it just looks so dumb that you have to go see it um i i, I don't know do we want uh, there's nothing really to spoil in it per se but um i my my takeaway from it is they took it a little too seriously Very i thought serious. it was going to be a little bit more goofy than it was yeah. um they could have yep. had a lot more fun with some kills and things and they just sort of like I don't know what they're they pulled back a little bit on that, but then didn't they? Made it too serious, yeah. They made it so
0: essentially the reason it shouldn't have been as serious as it is. If you take a look at the poster or the trailer, and maybe we can post the, the trailer for this thing afterwards, it's Winnie the Pooh and Piglet, but they've grown to human size, so they're like big, bulky, human sized things, but their faces look like rubber like rubber fright masks of Winnie the Pooh and and Piglet. Like, they don't look like Winnie the Pooh or Piglet. They look like demented Winnie the Pooh and Piglet, <laughs> but they look but on human bodies. So yeah. it's goofy to start with.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know? Apparently, they're supposed to be hybrids of human and animal. That's what they're supposed to be. But so, but which
0: doesn't make any sense because they're supposed to have grown up from the Winnie the Pooh that we know. And he wasn't a hybrid when he was little. I guess maybe they were in
1: this story. I don't know. They're like I know. know. (laughs) It really, it really makes zero sense.
0: It really doesn't. I mean, so it's the kind of movie that would have actually been quite good if it hadn't been associated with Winnie the Pooh, if they had just been like two psychopaths who lived in the woods and were crazy people who wore animal masks to like more menacing it could have actually been kind of cool but because they kept talking about piglet coming in and killing it's just so dumb it was just and it was so like they really did try like try to make a serious horror movie and they failed
1: (laughs) yeah i there there was um a lot of stuff in it that i thought like it just could have went further or like and some of it was just like and with a hundred thousand dollars like the acting isn't like great it's it not is. bad. I find yeah. that, luckily the one thing that saves us is that everybody's British and people that are British just sound like they're better actors than yes. people that can't act. I don't know why they just sound like a little bit better, but they I think they did the best job they could with what they had material-wise. Like I guess yeah, I guess but, so. And visually, I mean, it looked
0: kind of cool. Like it, it was, it, I mean, it was all shot in the woods and it was gr- yeah. grindy and stuff. But it was hundred acre
1: woods, by the way. yes, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it was just like. I don't want to spoil too much because it did just come out and you might want to see it. And it's, (laughs) it's just, it's something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mind it. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but like, but it just wasn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. I thought it could have been a little bit more fun and a little less like super serious. There was a lot, again, like the writing of it, there was a lot of like weird things in it that just didn't need to be there. But the best part of the whole movie is the opener like the opening Open, sequence yeah. when it kind of sets up the movie which is That's sort of an anime, cool. kind of a, a crude animation that yeah. was the best part of the whole movie. I thought that actually was wasn't badly done.
0: No, and I actually thought this is actually going to be really cool because I thought that opening was pretty
1: slick. I was like this yeah. has potential.
0: It went down.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> before before we move on to that I just want to remind you that they're also doing two more movies. They're going to do a sequel to this. Right, Yeah. And they're also going to do Bambi the Reckoning. <laughs> and peter plan and peter pan neverland nightmare will be the next two <laughs> movies of course i'm gonna go see all of them I, of course and you're
0: gonna buy them all because you have to have them in your like collection.
1: i gotta have the trilogy of uh, yes a <laughs> public domain horror movies like
0: yeah i mean i mean i think that they've struck a chord like i mean i think that there is an audience for this because and especially if they do more of them i feel like more people it will turn into like a cult phenomenon thing that's maybe opinion.
1: later down yeah it could. i could
0: i feel like people will like want to see more of their childhood fairy
1: tale stories turned into like grotesque horror. well that theme. director got death threats too eh because of that yeah. because people people big fans of winnie the pooh are like so angered about this whole thing i yeah. mean it's just for fun but it's like what's uh, it they say jurassic park just because you can doesn't mean you should Yes, <laughs> I think it's sort of the message coming out of that movie. So, yeah, it's worth like a watch like for free on like one of the streamers when it comes out on Shutter yeah. or whatever wait, it comes out. we well, wait till but... it
0: comes to Tubi where you don't even have to rent uh, the. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that'd be the best way to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the best. Yeah. And the other movie, which also was like did have the greatest of uh, critical acclaim, uh, but audiences loved it. it was Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, which we both saw. Rotten yeah. Tomatoes, forty seven percent critics. It's probably one of the lowest critical like.
0: Well, I think I think the Eternals like reviewed got movies. I think uh, the Eternals
1: got forty seven percent as well. Okay, so they're, and they're then but it's eighty four audience. For it, not that we have to go by rotten tomatoes, but just gives you sort of an idea of what people think. Because, anyway, a lot of people that I know that saw it liked it a lot. Um, but it's the critics really like went after it. I feel like the critics are done with Marvel, I think.
0: I feel like the critics are basing everything on. You know, the way the Marvel used to be, as opposed to sort of looking at individual movies and seeing where things are going. And I don't even know for sure if all of the critics have seen all of the required movies. And you know yeah. what I mean? Because if you don't, if you haven't watched the TV shows and, and the movies and and those sorts of things, um, then the movies aren't easy to follow necessarily because you're missing some of the character development. So I don't know how many of the critics have watched everything. So they're just looking at it as a standalone movie. I don't. I'm not sure what the critics are are going at now, but I yeah. I, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought I was more Same on the audience side. Like a, the, I think the audience score is pretty close to what I would have given it. I I had a great time watching it. It is. It's a popcorn movie. Like they they didn't make a movie to to look for Oscar nominations. You know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. that movie like it's a movie that's you go to escape for two hours you see things that you've never seen before um it's fun um it's there's a lot of cool action Paul Rudd is hilarious as all yeah he's great at it yep you know I just it it, it is what it is like it's not it's not going to be the greatest movie of all time but it's it's an exactly what you hope for when you watch a marvel movie i think especially like an ant-man movie like the ant-man movies i i think are really fun like that his his things and this one
1: fits right in yeah i think so too i think the, the, the the biggest problem with this movie is like one it's there's a lot happening in it as far as visually because they're in another in the quantum realm. It's like they had to create this whole new world. There's a lot of goop and bugs and like (laughs) aliens. And it's just, it's very confusing to watch visually. Like once they get, and they get into the quantum realm, like very early into the movie within like probably the first, like 20 minutes or something. They're already in or 15 minutes. I'm not going to give away any, like the big parts of it, but um, I think that's one of the problems with it. The other problem is, the storyline which they've built into phase 4 5 and 6 and they were in phase, this is the first movie of phase 5 for marvel um with the multiverse that has to be in this somehow and and in some of these movies i don't think all the movies will include the multiverse but they're all building towards a big end to this um which is the Kang, uh, Kang dynasty avengers movie um in the uh what's the other one there's just two avengers movies that are coming up back to back so um uh, secret wars is the other one uh so some of that has to be sort of like put into these movies in order for it to work and yeah. and to, to move that the larger story along and like you're saying unless you've watched all these movies and tv shows like you could still watch it based on that but you're you're missing like the little nuances and things that are moving forward as well so maybe critics didn't like that i don't i'm not sure or they just didn't get
0: it? Like they didn't get the nuances because they haven't seen it. I I don't yeah. know. I'm really not sure. I I went back and read some of the reviews and I just, I, I wasn't connecting with their bad
1: reviews. Like I just, I wasn't seeing what the critics are seeing. Yeah. So I, you know, and it just it, it surprised me. And maybe some of the Marvel magic and, and like the, uh, there's obviously, they have a way of making movies, right? Like whether, I know each movie sort of different on its own and the way they're presented, but there is sort of a formula to Marvel movies and maybe some of that's getting old. Like you know what I mean, like the yeah. one-liners, and someone said something once, which was I found quite funny, is that every character, like, is sarcastic in a Marvel movie. Like every character has yes. one-liners and is sarcastic, no matter who they are. They're pretty yeah. much all kind of the same character, whether you're young or old or whatever. They're all like wise cracking, like you know. Yeah. It, but that's sort of that's sort of comic book characters as it is, right? So, yeah, um, exactly. well, and I mean a lot of these characters you've known now for.
0: 12 years you know what i mean or or pretty close so yeah. you know it's you you kind of expect that that's what it's going to be like you 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 know you you know that that's what you're getting into so i don't know i just i felt this one f- kept with the formula and it and it yep. still worked and i i just i enjoyed it from start to finish like there wasn't there wasn't any downtime for me i thought it was a good running no. length it was only two hours um yeah which is perfect if, if you haven't gone the only spoiler that we're going to give you is that you need to stay to the very end of yeah. um, uh, some movies they've just they've been doing the mid-credit uh, scene uh, and then that's it this one you need to actually stay to the very end of it yeah um, and it's that's it the end it's it's a cool ending like it's a there's a very cool post-credit scene yeah um, it's it's great yeah. So you do need to watch to the end, but yeah, I, I would, I would highly recommend it. And it, and it's actually a movie that I would see again. Like I would go back and see it. Um, unlike like, for example, the Eternals, like I wasn't a big fan of the Eternals. So it's, it's not like I love every Marvel movie that comes out. Um, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't really like that one. I don't, I've watched it once since then, but I wouldn't have gone back to watch it in the theater, but this one, I would be happy to go
1: back and, and watch again. So I'm, I'm. Yeah. I saw yeah. doctor strange, I think two or three times in the theater. Cause I yeah. just, and because it was so much happening in it, and I just like I, I had to see it more. Like, I just had to like because he, he'd take in a lot more on a second watching of some of these movies because there's yeah. like again, little the Easter eggs, little nuances that they throw in them. I just want to go over just quickly on these. Um, so this is this is phase five for Marvel, it's the first film of this. So, here's yeah. what's in this is what we're getting can expect in this phase five right. Ant Man, uh, Guardians, uh, the Marvels, Captain America. Blade and Thunderbolts will end this phase. So that's what we're gonna get. So that's like what six movies? That's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty pretty good.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a manageable amount of movies.
1: It is, and then so for shows secret invasion, uh Loki, which I think are both shot and done, and they're ready to go. Uh What if season two, Iron Heart, uh Echo, Agatha Coven of Chaos, and Daredevil are are like so part of this next uh phase five of movies and shows, and that's a lot of watching. There
0: is a lot of watching, and how long does this phase like? When does this phase end? Do they have an end date for uh, it? I think it's like what's the, like, the near, it's
1: one? near next year, like mid next year or something, and then they'll okay. start the next phase. I, I don't have the exact dates, but and then I think like Fantastic Four. Or, well, the, the next phase is the last phase, so that's where you're going to get the Avengers and and Fantastic Four and all that will be in the in phase six. Phase so, six is the last phase. Yeah, because fa- this uh, the multiverse phase started. Or I can't what they call this this one, but it's uh um. Multiverse saga, it, it started in phase four. So it starts oh, then okay. and works its way through. And now we're into phase, we're just starting phase five of it. So, oh, okay.
0: So, in phase six, ends the multiverse. It's not yes. the end of Marvel, it's just the end of the, the end multiverse. of this,
1: this like overarching storyline. Oh, okay. So, okay. Where well, the first one was Thanos, this one is the, right. this, uh, is the multiverse. So
0: Gotcha. Okay, that makes more sense.
1: And the next one will be, I think, DC and uh, Marvel crossover, because Marvel end up... Bu- Disney will buy yes. DC somehow <laughs> in that time period, and then uh, yeah. and don't, James don't Gunn will this, be working for Marvel. Don't forget
0: that they're going to slide Star Wars in there, too. So yeah, somehow. It'll it, it
1: all come A together star wars, yeah,
0: <laughs> star wars guardians of the galaxy crossover that'll happen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope we can only hope, do we hope are you ready for, for the pop capacitor i'm sure i'm always ready for the pop <laughs> capacitor. let's
1: do it okay right it's the pop capacitor and this is where we uh, revisit a movie tv show cartoon or toy and see if it still holds up from our childhood so uh today we're going to be talking well as let's back it up a little bit last time we talked about auto man yeah and this is sort of a twofer because these shows came out and they overlapped at one point and yeah, this is okay, the other show <laughs> yeah and we hadn't watched auto man in years so yeah. i don't know had you ever watched it i don't remember i, I never had.
0: i didn't watch it when it was uh, when it was on the air,
1: so th- but this one I have, but that one I did yeah, not, and I, I had watched this one as well, which is called Manimal. Um, but for some reason, I thought they were on the same channel because I thought they were always back to back, but apparently they're on two different networks. Yeah. Um, this one ran on NBC from September 30th to December 17th, 1983. Uh, only eight episodes, so suddenly- it didn't get it. it like a What's month that? and a half, yeah. So it got canceled. Yeah. So, in keeping to the tradition of a badly reviewed shows, because we had Ant Man, we had uh, Winnie the Pooh, and now we have Manimal, so yeah, we have but- all three back to back. This show is all about the worst of the worst. <laughs> so, this show centers on character Jonathan Chase, played by this is the best name in in Hollywood Simon McCorkendale, um, <laughs> a shape shifting man, Simon McCorkendale. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a, that name sounds more made up than his actual name I look at the show <laughs> Seriously, like they should have just kept his real name as his corkendale um <laughs> a shape-shifting man who could turn himself into any animal he chooses he uses his ability to help police solve crimes so how could he go wrong with that premise <laughs> well you can go wrong in a lot of ways apparently <laughs> <laughs> i like this this other description dr jonathan chase wealthy young handsome a man with the brightest of futures a man with the darkest of pasts
0: <laughs> i don't know it's, it's, I an don't it's manimal.
1: <laughs> master of the secrets that divide man from animal animal from man manimal <laughs> oh, that so is that, deep. Was, that was the that
0: was the actual narration of episode like from episode yeah. t- for episode one, I guess, on that was the narration of the opening. <laughs> <Man-able>.
1: <laughs> it's so great, I love it. Oh my god! So, <laughs> so uh, this show basically, yeah, this guy solves crimes, just to, to to put it in a nutshell. But he's also he also handles animals as well. Yes. I think is is what his job. Yeah. Um, and within the show, he's he
0: t- also, but he's also a professor.
1: Yeah, he's a professor of animals. <laughs> of some, <I> guess.
0: <laughs> yes, he's a professor of animals.
1: <laughs> I don't know. They don't really and quite it, explain. I, I think they may at one point explain what he exactly does. but um, They don't really explain much of anything in this show, no. so I'm
0: not really sure.
1: <laughs> uh, he can turn into a hawk, a black panther, which is the two things he normally does. Um, yeah. A horse throughout the series, he turns into a horse, a dolphin, a bear, and a bull. And at one point, a snake. Yeah. And which he what didn't happen in the episode we watched. We watched the pilot episode. Yeah. Um, he also is able to take on the traits of animals like quick speed of a panther. Yeah. Like which which I don't know why he just doesn't do that all the time rather than yeah, turning it into full animals, but I don't know. anyways, I, we're going to go through the hits and misses of this show <laughs> uh, which was also the uh, number 15 on the TV Guide's list of the worst shows of all time. Of yeah. uh, <laughs> the top 50 worst shows. Um uh, yeah. So we'll go through hits and misses of the show and we'll see if it still stands up. Uh so or if it ever Larry, or if it ever stood up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out in this in this exciting episode of Animal. Let's,
0: let's, let's, let's preface this by saying we both actually watched this as kids. Like yeah. we we both remember. Vividly watching this show, which means we probably watched all eight episodes. If there were only eight episodes, we probably watched the entire series, probably,
1: probably or most of it.
0: Yeah, so so, I mean, yeah, so we were riveted back then.
1: (laughs) Now I'm not sure, not so sure so much. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll see. I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll 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 convince ourselves
0: that our own minds. I don't know. You never know what's going to happen. Just uh, like Corbin so- can become a Panther, we
1: can maybe become
0: believers in Manimal. <laughs> maybe we can. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> this is going
1: to be a stretch on this one. <laughs> <All right. Yeah. laughs> okay, so Manimal. Uh, let's start with hits and misses. Uh, right, let's Larry, what do the- you got? Do you want to start us start on a positive stuff. note, or are you going to go right into well, the misses? No, I'll start with the positive. Let's start okay. with positive. So we,
0: like Lake Loop said, we st- we we watched the pilot episode. Yeah, uh, and the pilot episode actually starred uh, Terry Kaiser, who you may remember as um, uh, Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. He was. The oh, dead that's guy. right. Yeah, he was the dead guy. <laughs> who i i've always been a fan of i just i like terry kaiser i think he's kind of fun so when his name came up on the screen i was like oh cool bernie's gonna be in this this is great and he was actually pretty fun like he was i mean i, I guess that's not true he wasn't fun but he was fun to watch just because it was bernie so that's something that was good
1: <laughs> that was a, oh that was a hit okay <laughs> that
0: was a hit terry right. kaiser was i
1: will <laughs> start with a hit off the top too okay. um i thought the opener for the show was pretty solid Okay. Like it had like a lot of good clips that made it look very exciting. Yes, uh, I thought the music was a little lackluster. Like the theme song was uh, a bit lackluster. It's very yeah. keyboardy, but not, not in a good way. It's very dark yes. sort of keyboard. Um, but right. I thought that the opener, like typical eighties opener with people like <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the name under, you know, yeah. whatever. So it's like, it's the, uh, <laughs> it's the usual terms name. And, and, and name keys. Yeah. Um, so I thought it, I thought it, like it, it was a pretty decent opener. It got you kind of excited and jacked about the show, yes. and and then the show started. So, <laughs> okay, that's that's kind of a hit and a miss. But I, we'll, yeah. we'll go it's, it's a, hit we'll go with a
0: hit a miss disguised in it. Basically, yeah. it's a backhanded miss. Yeah, <laughs> backhanded hit. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll keep that there. Okay, so um, uh, I'll, I'll give you another hit. Okay, uh, the so the transformation. So he transforms into these animals. The transformation effect for 1983 was actually pretty cool. It was yeah. um, it was very reminiscent of um, American Werewolf in London. Uh, they used sort of the same effect. So you'd see like his hand would kind of turn into a claw like this, and then it would bubble, like his hand would bubble, and then it would sort of dissolve into like a different form of a hand like like darker and some fur and it would bubble some more and his face would sort of bubble a little bit as if like things are happening under the yeah. surface it was kind of cool turns out stan winston was the cr- creator of the special effects so they actually you know got a a, a special effects master to come in and, and do the special effects so the transformation special effect was actually pretty neat but i'm going to flip this a little bit into a into a miss
1: (laughs) okay good. the the
0: transformation effect happened like every 10 minutes oh i know (laughs) it was a lot i'm like okay we've seen the transformation and the transformation process takes probably like a minute and a half or something like that and it's the exact same they showed the exact same transformation of his hand turning into a claw and turning and the claws growing out like at least five times in the course of this of the of the <laughs> show and so by the end of it you're like okay we get it yep we he curls up his hand and it becomes a claw thank <laughs> the, you
1: <laughs> when he turned into a panther the like it looked kind of cool because the claws would actually come out of his hand like you're saying yeah. but sometimes they used like like a fake paw that looked really cheap Yes. <laughs> and it looked like you know when like on Saturday Live when Toots is the driving cat is driving, yes. they have those fake paws come up on the steering wheel. It kind of looked like that at the times. Sometimes it looked really cool. And then sometimes it just looked like a fake, like paw of like a like a stuffed animal.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <It looked laughs> that's really exactly what it looked like. <clears throat> and then his face would change as well. They would do like a profile to sort of show his face growing a little bit but then if you saw him from the front it wasn't quite as big and like it <laughs> wasn't as really consistent with this but anyway i mean that's the whole premise of the show is that he could morph into an animal so it had to be pretty
1: spectacular it's just that they like that it was they showed it way too much <laughs> yeah and it, seemed, it seemed pretty painless too oh, like, yeah, it, yeah, compared okay. to like you know you're, you're basically Changing your whole body. I won't even get into. I mean, I, I'll. I can morph this into a little bit of a miss as well on this all one. Right. But where did his clothes go? So that so was he, my, yeah. Go so he, he he goes and he turns into these animals, but he's like he's usually wearing like like behind me like a three piece suit, yeah. Like so, he he's very well dressed and dapper, but then his like his clothes would just completely disappear, and then yeah. he turned back and he'd have all his clothes on again. Well. Like, and- I, I,
0: even worse than that, there were a couple of scenes where you saw his jacket actually rip at the back because he's bulking out, you know, yeah. because he's having this thing. So his clothes actually physically rip. So, but
1: then he's back to human and his clothes are repaired. So I don't well, know. He's got, he's got just- a tailor with him as well that, yeah. that fixes <laughs> up his clothes. While well, he's fighting closet. crime, the tailor's actually like just doing a little sewing. You know, yeah. getting it all done. <laughs>
0: I don't understand. Like that was just—it was so ridiculous that he was fully made up, and like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have no explanation I, about.
1: I think in was. this show you have to sort of throw all that out the window. Like anything yes. that you think would be like that would make any sense no. needs to go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've got another hit. Okay. Okay, oh, I'll take the hits. I'll see I do all the hits first, and then we'll get them out of the way. Then.
0: Oh, this is this is my last one. Oh, I <laughs> only
1: have one more too. Okay.
0: okay. <laughs> So we're getting them right. Not out a lot of hits on. going on. In Not this. A lot of hits. No, <laughs> so this hit uh, is is more about the nostalgia of the '80s cop shows because all '80s crime apparently happened in warehouses. If, if what is was, with that? I don't, if there was a crime going on, the police would inevitably find the bad guys in a warehouse with their forklifts, putting crates of you know illicit <laughs> material on the shelves. And so there was always no matter what show you watched, A-Team, this thing, they all had warehouse shootouts and this was <laughs> no exception. So I just I just loved seeing, you know, the old 80s warehouse Cops and robbers shoot out.
1: <laughs> you think that the police in these shows would just check warehouses on a regular basis? They probably catch half the criminals in New York if they Seriously. just like just, just checked a few doors. That's yeah, all they need to do. <laughs> it's okay. Or maybe just lock the warehouses. Just don't don't allow yeah. people
0: in. Put a curfew on the warehouse. Don't <laughs> nobody can enter a warehouse after eight pm.
1: <laughs> Crime is done. Crime That's solved. It. You don't. Know, we won't need manimal at that point. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no need for the manimal. No. <laughs> So
0: I, I just, that was just a nostalgia thing. I just thought it was super fun to see and yet
1: another crime happening in a warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I, I don't know why that that's it, always happening. Uh, here's know. one of my, is my last hit. Okay. Is the super slow, weird versions of regular hit songs that were in the oh, show. Yes. At one point he goes to a club and they're playing beat it. But yep. I don't know if it was Michael Jackson's version. It sounded like a so. slower, a much slowed down version. And it sounded yeah. like another artist, but I don't think it was him doing it. No, I don't think so. Because <laughs> I thought the same thing. i like, wow, they
0: actually paid for the rights for this song? I No. And I don't think, I totally
1: don't think it was. I don't much. think it was. No. <laughs> but it was kind of cool to have the, like that music in it. like Just again, yeah. for the nostalgia's sake, to have like... You know these these hit songs of the time, like just playing in the background. But yeah. I was like, "That's not the real song. There's no, no. way that's the real no. song." But
0: at the time, if you're watching it, you would have been cool because that would have been a brand new song. And you would have been all excited about hearing it, even if it yeah. wasn't a real thing. I don't know. But it was. It kind of took me out of the show for a minute. Because like, <laughs> what, what is this? What are they doing
1: here? <laughs> That's all right. Right. I, I'm out of hits. Okay. So yeah, uh, let's, let's go to the misses on this show. they are all
0: misses now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start with the big one. Okay. okay. So the big one. So again, we watched the pilot episode. So you'd think that the pilot episode would give you all the information you need To be like hooked on this show and want to keep watching it, there was no backstory for why Corkington (laughs) became manimal. They had they they just jumped right into it into the show, and he was like changing into. Into Panthers, like like within minutes of the opening of the show, and there was no explanation as to why he could do this or how he learned to do this or anything. The pilot episode originally was probably uh 90 minutes, it was a 90-minute opening. So yeah. we watched it on on this Blu-ray on this DVD set that Luke actually owns. <laughs>
1: when um, i bought when i bought auto man i felt like i needed to buy manimal and they're yes, both on it, amazon so i was like oh, i'll just grab it manimal while it, i'm at it, it i remember liking gonna, the show at the time for sure yeah,
0: yeah well <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway they uh, so so this was an hour and 14 minutes uh without the commercials in an hour and 14 minutes they did not once talk about his, his ability like why he's doing this everybody just bought it like they were just like oh this is what this is what he can do like why would you not create a pilot where you give this whole cool background story because the background if you watch episode the first i guess the first episode or episode two maybe yeah uh, not be the first episode it tells you that he spent time in africa with his father and learned this power from an, like an african tribe or something along those lines that happens near
1: the end right of this one yeah but so, they, but, but it, but they barely talk about it. And I'm like, well, I, like, <laughs> what I, is- I, considering it sort of sets up the series. You think yes. that they would, they would this stuff would come out a little bit earlier, or there might be like a a flashback at the beginning to kind of set up this child and and something yes. that's happened to him or or whatever. And it's like and this will, it will go into my miss is that like they like it's kind of about him himself, but he's this dapper debonair sort of person. Um, he's a professor. He, in, he, you know, he's obviously like a animal expert of some sort. He has all these animals and stuff, but he's, uh, he's like borderline creepy. Number one, <laughs> there's a lot of, a lot of creepy things he does. Like at one point, the uh, what's her name? Brooke McKenzie is the detective that he's teamed up with in this. Who's uh actually a pretty decent character, I thought, like, as far yeah. as like just what she like how, who she is is um in, in the show. But he uh he, he takes her and puts her in a bed and changes her clothes and everything. <laughs> it's like
0: well, but even worse than that, there's one scene a little bit later on where he transforms into a cat and somehow break like breaks into this woman's apartment, and this woman is like the mastermind criminal, breaks into the apartment and changes into a cat. And the woman comes out of the shower wearing a robe and finds the cat and just assumes that the neighbor's cat broke into her apartment. I don't know how (laughs) it She's talking on the phone, holding the cat in her, like, like holding the cat. They cut to a scene where the cat's head is buried inside the robe of the, like, literally inside the robe of this woman, and then pops its head out and, and looks around, which means that this dude turned into a cat and stuck his head inside the woman's robe. She wasn't wearing anything under the
1: robe. They're like You're getting a free show. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Was that so, Ursula Andrews? Is that is that from Bond? Yes, it was Ursula Andrews. A- yeah. Yes. yeah, that's it. Right. Yeah. And so he, as a cat, was like, Hey, opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> like, none of this yeah. makes sense in the show. No. Like, there's so yeah. many things that, like, really missing things. Um, so I've got another miss.
0: This is a pretty big one, too. Okay. When he turns, when he turns into a panther, oh, no. um, his whole job, like, the whole premise of this thing is that he turns into a, animals to help the police do things. For the first, like, 20 minutes of the show, with this whole. Shoot out at the at the warehouse he's a panther literally does nothing like he doesn't do anything in this warehouse except for run around the warehouse and make the bad guys go was that a, was that a panther <laughs> what, was that, what was that over there i think there was like a cat or something running around <laughs> like he doesn't jump on anybody like he should no. jump on them then like he said Tear them up
1: or something. I don't know. <laughs> he's essentially just doing surveillance is he's really doing, but couldn't he have been yeah. like an ant? Like, is there, I think of a lot of smaller animals that like a mouse that could yes. do surveillance. Like I don't know. I used to be a giant Panther.
0: I have like, no idea, but he didn't do anything. <laughs> like it's, it doesn't I don't make any sense. And then the, the female cop shows up and she's the one who kind of figures out what's going on, which leads me into another mess. Okay, oh, yeah, Awesome. She, she is in like intrigued by the fact that there's a panther which i can understand like a panther shouldn't be in downtown new york or wherever they wherever they, i think it was new york or chicago one of this, this yeah. cities. so she's intrigued by where, the, where this panther is there so she's curious about that but then a little later on she's investigating further and she sees the bad guys sitting on a park bench and and so she wants to take pictures of them so she like uh She doesn't have any equipment on her as a cop. So she like commandeers a camera from this grandpa and little boy. She takes their camera and starts taking pictures. But then she, but then he, at this point, he had turned himself into the hawk, which if you're watching the YouTube, you can see behind loop there. He turns himself into a hawk so he can fly surveillance over this park. Well, this is just a bird. Like you're in a massive, you're like in Central Park. I'm sure that there are lots of <laughs> hawks in Central Park. This was not a unique, like if he had been like a an ostrich or something, that would have been different. <laughs> but anyway, so she ends up taking all of her photos of of the hawk and and lets the bad guys go. I'm like why are you so interested in this hawk? Like it doesn't, it's, it's literally just flying. It's not doing anything. It's not like swooping down
1: and attacking people. She was just so easily distracted by a bird. <laughs> I feel like at one point two, at the beginning, she was in uniform, like police yes. uniform. Yes. And then suddenly she's a detective. Like, yeah. Why is she in street uniform? Like in street clothes at the beginning. I don't know, but I have no idea.
0: But it, when she, once she lost the uniform, she had no like equipment at all like no she had no camera she had no nothing
1: <laughs> and very like sloppy police work too like just very like like has no idea what to do next unless like uh jonathan chase can tell her or whatever it's like yeah it no doesn't make any sense no idea <laughs> so weird um hey, i've got going? one of my misses is that uh it's like the whole concept of the show um <laughs> like it just doesn't like who uses like a police consultant like an animal like as a consultant like an animal wrangler as a consultant like how does that actually help police work yeah i don't like i don't know what you would possibly use this person for unless you find like there's an animal loose or something and you need to get him to come and get it or something like like how would that possibly work i don't know i don't know and
0: and did they not do any sort of background check on him to make sure that you know he's not a criminal himself. Like he just said, "I'm now your consultant," and they're like, "Okay, what
1: yeah." Like I they just sort of talk, accept it. So- <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. And he, so he's doing this on the side, like, how, like not necessarily helping the police. He's just, he's just solving his own crimes essentially. Like he's like yeah. a vigilante, really, is what he's what he's yes. doing. And yeah. he's got this other guy with him named. uh uh, Ty Earl, who's this is other the guy he went to like was in the war with because they kind of they, show that. But they don't yeah. say why he's still hanging out with them and he's helping them out. So he yeah. kind of drives like Jonathan Chase around in that. But they don't really say like why he's still with them or what he's no. doing.
0: They they do explain that in, in the second episode. But again, this is the pilot. This is where we should be learning all this stuff. Yeah, Who so is this have, guy? Yeah. So but in the in the second episode, it turns out that he was uh his captain in Vietnam or something like that and they were captured uh by the Viet Cong and they were put
1: in a uh a cage and yeah, that was t- in the first I think that was in the pilot they showed that was it I'm pretty yeah I'm pretty sure because I didn't watch anything other than the pilot and I'm pretty sure oh, there was okay. a, a oh, really so- short scene but it didn't say like why he's still with them like it's no, like okay so, they, so they're friends in the war and he, yeah, they it, they helped he helped them escape and he knows Ty knows that Jonathan chase can change into animals. Cause he yeah, kind of sees right. it. That's right. So, yeah. but it doesn't explain what he does or what, how he helps the whole situation. Like helps Jonathan chase get criminals. Like there's, I don't know what he's supposed to do. Like, yeah. well, he's
0: he more, more like, to, a, he's more like a driver. He's
1: just, yeah, just like, he he's more like a one line guy. Like he's got like a funny one liner once in a while and, and kind of like, can't believe what's going on, but he's still hanging out with them. Like, I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's so many questions in the show. Like that are like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. why just, any of this is happening? This was not well thought out at all. <laughs> no.
0: Well, and and just the the ineptness of the cops. At one point, uh, the chief or no, the 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 female cop. I can't remember her name. What's her name in the show? Detective Brooke McKenzie. Oh, Brooke McKenzie. Okay, so Brooke yes. McKenzie's partner, who's his old guy, gets shot at the beginning of the episode, and you think he's dead. He's not quite dead, but. That, so she so her whole thing is she wants to find out who who shot him even though she was standing there and kind of saw it um <laughs> so she, goes back, she goes back to the station and she's talking to the chief about like wanting to find out who shot him and the chief is like eh, eh, whatever if you want to I don't care I'd say eh, whatever it's no big yeah deal. He had no interest in like pursuing the fact that one of his officers was shot and is on life support in the hospital. He no, no interest at all. He's like, Yeah, if you, if you want to. I mean, yeah. it's
1: but, so weird. Like, the whole show, <laughs> the whole concept of the show is so weird.
0: I mean, the cops are so inept. I've never seen an 80s cop show
1: where the cops were this inept. Like, it just didn't make any sense. <laughs> the, 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 the only other miss I have is just like him himself. Like, he's like, yeah. Like not only, like it's not the actor, but just like the character, is like it's he's almost too debonair. Like he, he's yeah. not like in England. He's like he's he's like English in like the states. Yeah. Like he sticks out like a sore thumb. Like he's you, you can't just have him walking around like helping the police out when no one notice him. Like he's just completely like would stand and he's wearing a suit and or a, a tux or whatever in every yeah. scene. Yeah. So it's not like he's like blending in at all. Like it's like. <laughs> But I no. guess if he can just lose his clothes when he turns into animals, and I guess that's like he's I guess that's magic- all he needs, really.
0: He's got magic clothes, so I mean, maybe the clothes aren't even real. I don't know, but I mean, the <laughs> magic skin, clothes. I don't know what he's got, but yeah, no, the, the the casting was really strange. Like it didn't, it just didn't make any sense. Like the, none of it makes any sense. I want to bring up one other one other thing that was just a point in the show that happened. That again, I don't know who thought of this, but for whatever reason, the bad guys at one point have. Um, US what is it um Arm, US, uh, armed forces of America id like okay. that's their id cards they have yeah, id they have to steal trucks at one point to you know make a convoy and so they stop uh, like a line of trucks and they jump up onto the like onto the foot rail beside the driver and the driver rolls down the window and the guy says US armed forces get out and the truck driver's like okay and so the truck driver gets out and they commandeer this entire like row of trucks with US Armed Forces ID. It's there's like what are the that's a soldier? And so apparently, if you have a US Army ID, you could just take a truck. Truck drivers <laughs> will just like, give it to you.
1: Somebody <laughs> thinks that it's just like I'm like, like what what kind like of everybody's so bumbling? That? I think that's part of the problem. Everybody's <laughs> like like incredibly bumbling, and, and it just doesn't make sense why, like. Like any of it. Like why do they need this guy? Like I don't don't know. know. I've got I've got
0: one more. Oh oh, good. One more miss. And it's the thing that happened at the very end of the episode. (laughs) So at the very end of the episode, the bad guy, like the who run who's running this show, um, is in his swimming pool and he's on the phone talking about uh, you know, i you know, we'll we'll do it next time or we'll, you know, whatever I can. I don't even know what he's talking about, but he's literally in his pool on a lounger in his pool. Um, But then it cuts away to Corkendale. <laughs> I don't even know his name. I just like saying. It's Cork- Jonathan
1: Chase is the character. Jonathan
0: Chase. Okay. John-
1: Matt Corkendale is the oh Oh, Corkendale. Right. Yes. <laughs> the late great. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it, it cuts away to him and he says something about, oh, don't worry. We will get him. I have some ideas. And then it cuts back to the, to the, bad guy in his swimming pool. And he looks up and there's a shark fin coming towards him. Oh, like I a, forgot about that. <laughs> a fin of a shark coming towards him in his swimming pool. So obviously he had, the guy and animal had turned himself into a shark and put himself in the pool together. Well, the guy had been in the pool for like a good long time. So did he, did Manimal turn into the shark on dry land and then just like flop into the pool.
1: (laughs) Or did did he enter as a person in his full suit
0: Yeah, and then turn into a shark? Into the pool. Either way, the guy, there's no possible way the guy could not have known that some thing jumped into his pool with him. (laughs)
1: Like You'll find out next time on Manimal.
0: (laughs) It was like, it was literally like Sharknado. It was like a Sharknado moment in this show. It was so ridiculous like it wasn't even like they didn't even try to make it plausible (laughs) are you kidding me why (laughs) in a swimming pool that nobody saw
1: coming yeah that sums up this whole show (laughs) yeah that pretty much does i don't know i'll just like as far as if it stands up i other than the 80s nostalgia of it like and it's such a like a niche sort of weird show it's like it's not that great a show (laughs) like generally like it's and I know I think like um that somebody I like, um has has like the rights to this that they want to make it into an actual movie like a like a cheesy sort of movie. Well, they did okay, so Will Ferrell. In, yeah,
0: in I've got this here. In September of 2012, uh, Sony Pictures Animation was developing a live action, live action CG based film on Manimal, and the series creator and producer Glenn A Larson. Um, was again, he was going to be the producer of this thing. Um, it was slated to be produced by Will Farrell and Adam McKay through their Gary Sanchez productions. Um, but the problem was that um, Gary Larson died in 20, 2014, and that sort of put an end to that project. But yeah, obviously, Will Farrell and Adam McKay liked this show enough or found it nostalgic enough that they wanted to
1: reboot it and
0: make it a yeah. live action cg movie
1: <laughs> yeah i don't like as an adult this is ridiculous like it's, yeah. it's so but as a kid i remember thinking it was the coolest thing like oh, i thought yeah. it was like oh this is wild this guy could turn into animals but i wasn't really looking at the like the fine detailed plot no. points of it at the time no. i mean it is just an action show but i just no. when i when i look at auto man it looks so ridiculous but it worked yeah this has all the setup to be a great show like the 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 female leads great the detective uh he he's actually really charming like ties great for the one-liners and things that character it's got like cool animals in it, it yeah. but it just does not work because i think it's the it's so doesn't make any sense no. and i think like in general
0: there's like literally zero logic with this with this show like zero gotta- logic None of none of it makes any logical sense <laughs> at all. The like you said, Auto um, Automan, you could see potentially how that could have worked. Like it, yeah. I mean, it's obviously fantasy, but or sci-fi, but there was logic there. Like it made it it all kind of made sense. This one is just they were not thinking about how people Interact with each other, or
1: what cops actually do. <laughs> it's like they had no I, idea what I, cops do. <laughs> I, like I, I don't want to. Like I mean, I haven't watched the rest of the series. Like I, I watched it probably as a kid, but I didn't like. Yeah. I haven't watched it since then. So maybe it kind of comes together more so as the series goes on. Because you know, like a lot of times pilots aren't that great. You know, what I mean, like it's. Yeah. Well, this, this and, is one I don't think really hit. This does not hit the mark as a pilot to no, me. And,
0: and the the problem was that they shot four episodes of it and then it was sort of put on hiatus so they ran four episodes for four weeks and then it was put on hiatus for like a month and then they decided to run like the last three episodes just to burn them off like they were yeah. really like it. it barely made past episode four but because they had already produced these this whole thing, they just they ran them, but the ratings were so bad apparently that they it was just like
1: nah, not. I, not I also heard too like when they did the debut episode, it was up against Dallas, like the the yes. episode that said who shot Jr. And so yeah. it was like the most watched show, and then this was up against it, so they yeah. they they kind of didn't have a chance at the beginning. But I, I feel like had they worked out some of the kinks in it it could have become like a half decent like an a-team style show and maybe been half decent but it was like again they have cool animals in it how could you go wrong with a panther
0: well and just a real quick thing so glenn uh larson glenn a larson who was the creator of this show also created battlestar galactica buck rogers in the 25th century um quincy um bj and the bear uh magnum pi and knight rider and the fall guy like, yeah, he had
1: like pretty good run. Like he, he I mean, was, they all can't be hits. Like this, no. this again, had all the elements. It just didn't come together. And it was, it was just it's supposed to. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It was not good. Does it hold up? No. Yeah. I don't know if it holds up. Like again, no. I haven't watched the whole series. So maybe it gets a bit better. I, can't, I don't want to give a full judgment on it, but um no. for 80s nostalgia, it's kind of fun. But as, as if you like the things that make sense, it does not. No.
0: That's like that's a good wrap, break. Right <laughs> you like things that make sense. If that's don't. your
1: bar, is things that actually make sense. Then this yeah. does not like. I can suspend my disbelief to a to a point, but yeah. <laughs> that this this doesn't come anywhere near that point. But he does have nice hair. I'll give him that. That's, it, that's a, that is a nice set of hair that he's got there. So it was
0: a, it was a pretty panther. I like the panther. That was nice. Panther looked
1: very cool. I like the panther. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should just end there because I I don't know what else to say about it. No, I got (laughs) nothing. Well, that's it for the show. Uh, Our next episode will be the Oscar uh, recap of the Oscars, which come up on March 12th, I believe. And we both have seen all the movies. Yep. So we are every single movie. Well, yeah, every movie from Best Picture which would represent a lot of the, uh, or a good portion of the uh, nominations, but the, uh, so we've seen all 10 best picture nominees. um, So I'm excited to watch this Oscars this year. And uh, so that'll be our next episode. And again, check us out on our socials and we'll see you next time on loop and Larry guardians of geek. Bye. -bye. (laughs) Produced
0: by Matthew C loop and Lawrence Simner. A Lupin-Larry production.
1: Bueller. He liked it. He liked it. Bueller. Bad news. The fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger.
0: Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Wax on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain, my Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off.